0: Hi there, I'm Mark Swallow, and I'm glad you are joining me for today's God Is podcast. Let's get started learning who God is. Thank you for joining me today from wherever you are and by however you listen, as we meet together coast to coast here in the United States and all the way around the world. Welcome back. Just a couple of days ago, we began this part of our series looking at God and our culture by talking about gender and sex. As we do this, we recognize that we, as Bible-believing Christians, live in a culture completely swept up in pervasive lies concerning how many genders there are, and how gender is related to sex. And by sex, I mean biological sex, not the act of sex, sexual intercourse. There is a growing and outspoken movement of transgender, gay, lesbian, bisexual, intersexual, asexual, you name it, people, fully supported by various influencers within the society that has attraction to people we know and we love. Perhaps you personally have a loved one or a friend caught up in this movement, and you are hurting because this individual, sucked in by the deception This person seems lost forever. I want to remind you that this individual that you care about is not lost to God. God sees this person. God knows this person. God loves this person. And as you cry out to the Lord and ask him to save this person from the clutches of the evil one, be reminded of the word of God from Luke 19 verse 10. The Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. The Son of Man is Jesus Christ. He is alive, and he still seeks and saves many of those who are lost. Just like the shepherd searching for the lost sheep, the woman searching for the lost coin, and the father searching for the lost son in Jesus' parables, so is God searching for lost people. Victims of this worldwide sexual revolution. Be reminded, Christians, all of us, including those of us who do not know anyone personally in this movement, each one of these souls need the Lord. Oh, how desperately they need Christ, His mercy, compassion, His love, His truth, and His forgiveness. It reminds me of the words of this chorus we used to sing, People need the Lord. We are called to take his light to a world where wrong seems right. What could be too great a cost for sharing life with one who's lost? They must hear the words of life only we can share. People need the Lord. People need the Lord. When will we realize? that we must give our lives, for people need the Lord. How is it that we can talk with people who have very different views than we do about human sexuality? What can we say? We turn to answering these questions in a moment, but first, I want to offer this prayer to God on behalf of all of us. Dear God, our loving Heavenly Father, We live in a world where wrong seems right. We live in a world where so many of our children and grandchildren and other loved ones are caught up in this false religion of lies concerning gender and sex. And I want to pray specifically for someone tuning in right now who is really hurting, sad, and discouraged because someone they love has identified with this movement. God of all hope, give them hope. Encourage them to continue to cry out to you and give them boldness and courage and the right words to say to their loved one who seems so lost to them. We pray wholeheartedly for the salvation of as many as you will save from this sin. Please transform the people of this movement through the power of the gospel and the blood of your son Jesus' life on the cross. Redeem these lost souls. Seek, find, and save them. We trust you for salvation. Only you can save a man or a woman, a boy or a girl. Please unleash renewal among the church and revival in the land, stirring people's hearts, bodies, and minds to you. Break through the lies and present your truth in clear and remarkable ways, we pray. And give each of us the heart of the Lord Jesus for people. We often do not know what to do and what to say, and sometimes we get angry and defensive and we lose our temper. Sometimes we get so discouraged with what is happening in our society that we want to just throw our hands up in the air and quit. We give up caring. O Lord, help us. Help us to be like Christ, our Lord, our Savior, and our Master. As he has come to seek and to save those who are lost, may we partner with him and in some way be like Christ to homosexuals and to transgender and to the queer. We desperately need your wisdom to balance truth with grace. We do not want to yield a centimeter on truth, but we also do not want to lack grace since we are also sinners saved by your grace. And since you clearly command us to love our enemies and pray for those who persecute us. But we often do not know exactly how to do this in our neo-pagan society. So, as usual and always, we come to you in earnest prayer. God of all wisdom, please grant us this wisdom to know how to act, what to say, and how to fulfill your mission of making disciples of all people and teaching them to obey what you have commanded us. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. As we formulate a biblical response to transgenderism, I think it is helpful for us to know what we are dealing with. Therefore, I want to quote from their very own definition of transgender. I am quoting, What is transgender? An umbrella term for people whose gender identity and or gender expression differs from what is typically associated with the sex they were assigned at birth. People under the transgender umbrella may describe themselves using one or more of a wide variety of terms including transgender or non-binary. Some transgender people are prescribed hormones by their doctors to bring their bodies into alignment with their gender identity. Some undergo surgery as well. But not all transgender people can or will take those steps, and a transgender identity is not dependent upon physical appearance or medical procedures. Unquote. Well, let's pull that apart and look at certain aspects of this definition. And the reason I am doing this now is so we can put this up against what the Bible says a little later. Notice, People whose gender identity and or gender expression differs from what is typically associated with the sex they were assigned at birth. Here is one of the key points to understand. Let's take an individual named Ken. When Ken was born at the hospital, the doctor and the nurses, along with Ken's parents, assigned him the sex male. And the reason this was done is because Ken was born with male genitalia. His gender, male, was associated with his sex, male genitalia. Gender and sex went together. We can say Ken's gender identity is man and his sexual orientation is towards women. Ken was born with the male genitalia necessary to procreate with a woman who has female genitalia. Or, let's take an individual named Laura. When Laura was born at the hospital, the doctor and the nurses, along with Laura's parents, assigned her the sex female. And the reason this was done is because Laura was born with female genitalia. Her gender, female, was associated with her sex, female genitalia. Gender and sex went together. We can say Laura's gender identity is woman and her sexual orientation is towards man. Laura was born with the female genitalia necessary to procreate with a man who has male genitalia. But, as a transgender, this changes. For transgender, the gender is on a sliding scale. And perhaps you picked up on this keyword in the definition, non-binary. which we have described above is binary, either male or female either female or male. But transgender is non-binary, not solely male or female, rather a sliding scale that can represent a different gender based on whatever one feels. Non-binary people typically identify with a gender that is different from their assigned sex. Gender and sex are separate, Ken has the male sexual and reproductive organs, but his brain is telling him that his gender is female, so Ken identifies as a woman. Laura has the female sexual and reproductive organs, but her brain is telling her that she is male, so Laura identifies as a man. And then the last part of this definition of transgender, from people who are transgender, Some transgender people are prescribed hormones by their doctors to bring their bodies into alignment with their gender identity. Some undergo surgery as well. So, some born with male genitalia who identify as a woman take hormones and have surgery to replace male genitalia with female genitalia, and some do not. And some born with female genitalia who identify as a man, take hormones and have surgery to replace female genitalia with male genitalia, and some do not. We are reminded, but not all transgender people can or will take those steps. We are beginning to see what we are dealing with. I need to pause here, but we'll pick up with this again next time. Please join us then for God Is. Thank you for listening to this God Is podcast. Drop me an email and tell me what you think. Mark at org. That's Mark at GodIsMinistry.org Please do share this with others and be sure and join me for the next one.